Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Urban, Aaron Kennedy, and Sam Barker with you today to talk a little bit about some investor fatigue, some volatility, some changes in the market. So tell me a little bit about, we're talking about volatility and maybe a shift in, in sentiment towards the MAG-7. Maybe we're, you know, getting away from them a little bit. Maybe we're, we're staying or how'd you put it? The other stuff, meaning the core market, is more of a, a slow DCA or slow fund flows, which you know, slow flows creates low volatility. The slow buy sells in the market. Yes, and you know what? Lower volatility investing—that is a factor that we actually invest in, and you know, over time, that factor outperforms the market. It's a beautiful thing, and if you think about really what it is. It's investing where it's boring. You just sit in there. You're not doing a lot of buying. You're not doing a lot of selling. You're just holding for the long term. And, um, you know, one of the best ways out there to make money in the market is to lose your password on your account. There you go. <laughs> I like that. that. That is one of the number one. So you just take that back to, to volatility. And if you're not making these crazy swings or decisions, usually you're very successful. So volatility is one thing we look at because we want to see it where the market is not changing its mind on a daily basis. Well, that's, that's basically what it boils down and to. It, and that's what you're seeing right now, right? With, with some of the AI headlines that came out recently, you saw huge surges in certain areas of the market. Yeah. But that's just based on the buys and the sells. Yeah. The company doesn't get 20% more profitable in one night. The perception of their future growth changes. Yes. Right? And it's all about the future. Yeah. And um, that's exactly right. And one thing we like to look at is I, I like to look at the, the NASDAQ versus the equal weight. So if we look at the NASDAQ, the uh, Magnificent 7 is about 40% of it. Now, we take a step back and say, well, what, are the, what is the volatility of the NASDAQ? And as I say, this year, that volatility has increased by about 60%. Wow. Now, if we look at the market as a whole and say, um, we're going to equal weight everything. So every single company that we can invest in has an equal say in what's going on. If we look at that volatility, it's down about 3%. So nothing else is moving as much. doesn't mean it's not moving. It just means it's not moving Anywhere yeah. close to as much. Really seems like the people people are making a day-to-day decision whether we're at the top on those seven companies. A day-to-day decision. We are seeing huge swings. I mean, yesterday, I think the NASDAQ was up 3%. Yeah, 2.8, so just somewhere around in there. The equal weight was barely up one. Mm. And what was it? That, that was NVIDIA. They blew through the roof. Well, what was yesterday's return on her? 16%? Yeah. 16%. That one company is the size of China. 
And I think that's the thing to remember is, is when we talk equal weight versus market cap weighted, right? The size of the company. Those yeah. companies are so massive when it talks about, you know, value, their worth. So it's, it's a skewed horizon when, it, would you say that the MAG-7 is 40? 40. 40% of the whole index. Of all the companies out there, it's 40%, those seven companies. So put this in perspective. Yesterday, NVIDIA grew the size of McDonald's. Jeez. The size of McDonald's. The entire size of the company. That's how much that company grew yesterday. And like you said, their revenues and their earnings did not grow. Right. The size of McDonald's. No, the perception. The perception did. Yeah. Another note on those those seven. Really, it's not seven as much anymore. You know, you had Tesla is down year to date, and it's it's down pretty heavily. So it seems like it might be changing from the Mag Seven to more like a a five number instead yeah. of all seven. I heard what? this morning, fabulous four. Yeah. Fab <laughs> four, good. I was going to ask whether it's like the sweet six. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam and I were looking the other day, and golly, this really reminds me of back in the nineties, where you know you wanted to be in the market. Then you wanted to be in growth companies. Then you wanted to be in technology companies. Then all you needed was Cisco. Right. And and that was the deal back in 99. Well, guess what? Cisco still has not hit its peak since 1999. That's how feverish that market was. And it feels, it feels a lot like that. Now, I'm not scared of a 90% drop or anything like that because these are the the highest cash flow companies in the world, but they're expensive. Yeah. So one thing we got to remember is these companies can grow 50%. And, and now we're talking about growing revenues and growing uh, income, but the stock can stay flat. And all that is, is those prices come back to normal. That used to be a pretty normal thing when it came to uh, Apple. It'd go on a huge tear and not do anything. And a huge tear and not do anything. Like catch up? Yeah. And it's basically the the company was growing into its valuation. So it doesn't necessarily mean the end or the stock's going to crater. We need a breather. Right. Let the company catch up to the stock. Because we, we always got to remember it's two separate things. Yeah. The stock is not the company and the company is not the stock. Yeah. Well, and that's you made an interesting point earlier too because – you know, we're trying to kind of navigate to see what some of this volatility means. And I think you mentioned uh, some of the uh, consumer sentiment boards are trying to figure that out, too. And those are the companies that, that give us the fear greed indicators and say, you know, how greedy or fearful are people when it comes to the market. And they were changing their outlooks up or their, their data set up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Capitulation. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, we're all changing our minds right at the top. This time's different. Uh, yeah, you just don't understand yeah, all this, and we're seeing it. You know, the confidence board. And if you've been with us a long time, you've heard us talk about these leading economic indicators. They've been preaching that we're in a recession for a while now, and we really haven't hit it. So now we're well. Let's change the rules right. because this time is different. Yeah. So, well, and the Fed did some of that too through the interest rate cycle. They changed what they're looking at, and and now it's like based on what they're anchoring to, 
they're saying, well, we're still too hot to lower rates. Yes. But they just haven't broke enough stuff. Well, yeah, they have not broke enough stuff. And our economy is resilient. Absolutely resilient. And for us to be growing through, uh, hmm, how do you say this? Let's just say for us to be able to grow through this many changes, not only from a market standpoint, but an economic standpoint, from a social standpoint, you know, there's been huge changes. I mean, if I went into a coma in 2019 and woke up today, I mean, you just think, what? Right. Well, you would have no clue. You, you would, you would think you're in a different universe, or you never woke up. You know, yep. This, this dream cannot be happening. Well, and it's and the market seems to be forgetting some of the things that are going on because I, even I didn't realize the Ukraine war is coming up on a two-year anniversary. I mean, I, <sighs> to think it's been two years, it's like I mean, you hear it every day. You know, they need more money for this or that. It's like that's a fight, but. Still, you forget time's flying by. Time is absolutely flying by. And when it comes to that, the war, and I'm not, boy, that sounded bad, but, um, you know, that's one of the problems that we really have is we know we have these inflationary pressures and we know we need to get things slowed down a little bit, but we're spending money, we're spending so much money. So it doesn't really matter how high they raise the interest rates. It doesn't matter how many bonds they buy back because they're just turning around and spending it again. So it's a very difficult time. But the important thing to realize is the government is spending money like no other. And that's going to continue to drive the economy. That money has to go to somewhere. One of their buddies spends it. Then eventually, you know, the person that he spent it to, they spent it, they just works its way through the economy. Right. And we're, what was the budget? That's a, a trillion no, I don't know. dollars. Yeah. You know, that's right. And we bought back 50 billion bonds. And so we're doing a good job. Come right. On. Yeah. Yeah. False positives. But no, that's good. That's good. Well, we're getting towards the end of today. Is there any last minute themes or topics you want to go through? Sam, do you have anything to throw in? Or? Um, not a whole lot, real quick. Just interest rates seem to be slowly uninverting. So the the short term interest rates are staying about the same, and the long term seem to be slowly catching up. Um, specifically, the ten year and two year spread is starting to shrink. Going back to kind of government spending and things, one thing that the government likes to tout right now is the unemployment rate. Well, the the government hiring rate has been on a frenzy the past year, two years. So. A lot of that spending has gone straight back into the economy through the hiring. So Good point. Very good point. That's one thing that we're keeping an eye on, too. Very good point. And I want to go back. We are moving in over two years of a negative market. Over two years. And this usually lasts about 14 months. So we're overdue a big correction to the upside. We have the majority of companies, and I'm, I'm not saying greater than 50%, it's way higher than that. 85, 90% of the companies have not benefited really from this big market move. Right. So if you're putting money to work, unless you're going with the top top 10 companies, the S&P 500 right. or the NASDAQ, you're buying, you're getting fantastic deals. And I, I think this is really right for uh, market correction upwards. 
Um, I'm super excited about that. It, that feels a lot like the early 2000s where technology tanked and the other companies that were left behind, they were growing 15, 20% a year. Yeah. So I think we're really set up for that. Even looking at the volatility and the price moving, it, it seems like a lot of people are starting to believe that as well. Yep. So, oh, that's great. Probably be more volatile this year, but I think it's going to be a good year. Well, we always talk about that. The point-to-point looks great, but the, the ride on the inside is a little bit rough. And yeah. So it, it's great, but would you, would you say really lose your password and you'll be fine? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Don't yeah. look at your account, and that's the most successful yeah. thing you can do. I guess, uh, yeah, or, or you can call Sam, right? If you lose your password, call Sam. We'll talk to you and lose your password. So, <laughs> I don't know how compliant that is. Right. Oh, okay. All right. So for our compliance folks, keep your passwords safe. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's great. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for today. Uh, we appreciate your efforts pouring into this so much. And as always, you know, our listeners out there, if you have any questions or thoughts or, or things that you want to know more about, if it inspires or intrigues your thought, we'd love to hear from you and feedback. And we want to keep our, our content to what you want to hear about. So we'll wrap up today's episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC, investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.